Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the eight-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous Passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. Podcast. It's myself, Dave Thomas, along with John Cedar, joining me on the phone tonight. John, how are you? I am great, dude. How about yourself? Rolling, buddy. Uh, so, John, uh, tonight I say we start talking about Experience Wild. Yeah, man. <laughs> lots of great stuff going on. Lots of, uh, you know, big things in the works. Experience Wild is that. It's- is that feeling of uh, is as what you would say is experiencing the wild, and uh, we yep. used the tagline for a little while there called everything wild, and and that was basically just to kind of say like, you know, you go out hunting, bow hunting, that's cool, but what do you do after that? You know, you're fishing, you're hiking, you're upland, you're waterfowl, goose hunting. Those are the kinds of things we're looking at and what we wanted to capture in a different network other than bow and a plant we wanted to capture that in a gun hunting setting and other stuff that you know um you know people are doing i mean every all of us do that yeah. it's just we don't usually capture it so what we decided was exactly. why well, just capture the bow hunting right we might as well capture everything else too it's a little more work for us but yeah still a lot of fun yeah. but uh a lot of fun yeah so i mean right now we're looking to basically kind of rebrand experience wild um you know, we've had a lot of, uh, you know, good, good, uh, good sponsorships throughout the years and, and, you know, uh, a good following, um, you know, some really kind of diehard, uh, people, they, you know, supported everything that we've done. And, you know, with, with the, the name Experience Wild, you know, there's, there's been a multiple times that we've thought about it over the years and kind of making it more of like a, like a lifestyle. Um, cause you know, when I think about, you know, Experience Wild, I think to myself about, you know, getting outdoors and just, you know, doing everything that, you know, possibly can. And, you know, whether it's hiking, fishing, camping, you know, things of that nature, you know, it all made perfect sense to us to, to basically brand it as a lifestyle. And, you know, it, it's, it's going to be different than what we've done or focused on in the past. And in, in the sense that, you know, now, you know, we're going to have, you know, merchandise, hats, shirts, you know, stickers, things of that nature to where, you know, everybody can, you know, experience wild and, you know, be a part of what we do. Um, and, you know, and, and just live life to the fullest and, you know, experience wild. And not only that, but, you know, we're, we're also going to be adding a podcast, um, you know, probably here in the next couple of months, we'll, you know, get that up and running and, you know, and just start, you know, kind of hammering out subjects that, you know, most outdoors related podcasts don't really cover. And that would be, you know, the fishing uh, world and, you know, upland and waterfowl and things of that nature. Um, so I, I think it's a, a good move on our part to really kind of custom cater to, you know, the, the everything wild junkies out there and, um, you know, just get the support that we can and, you know, support back into, um, you know, the, the people out there that are supporting us and, you know, and just and just having fun with it and just, you know, educating uh, the future hunters, fishermen and women of America, you know, and letting them be a part of what we want to do. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be exciting. 
Yeah, I think uh, for me, you know, I love I love being a part of that stuff. I mean, it's great to do bow hunting. We do a lot of it, obviously, and uh, it's nice to kind of be able to capture some of the other stuff. Uh, you know, it's kind of a catch twenty two. It's like one of those things for for me at least um, is that you know you I go out upland hunting. We, you know, I know I usually go maybe twice a year. We'll go out and do some pheasant or whatnot, and then uh, and then normally you just go out and do it. But now I actually have to film, so it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind yeah. of a catch-22 because that was kind of my off time. You know, now it's kind of my on time again. So there's really no off time, which is fine. I actually enjoy filming and photography and videography. So for me, it's actually – sometimes I actually prefer just to film and take pictures than I do the actual hunt. Um, it's nice I tell to... you what, man. I-, I tell you what. I mean, one of, the, one of the most exciting things for me that, you know, has really kind of just happened this year since we decided, you know, to kind of, you know, switch gears a little bit and kind of take some of the focus off of, you know, and the pressure off of having to, you know, to video hunts and, you know, just kind of go crazy with that kind of stuff and, you know, make sure that we're, you know, getting our sponsors what they need, um, you know, is I've been able to spend a lot more time uh, out out in the field, out on the water. I mean, I've fished more this year than probably fished in the last, you know, probably three, four, maybe even five years combined. And it's always been something I've been very passionate about. But to, you know, bring a camera along and capture those memories, you know, and take the pictures and, you know, get some of that stuff on video and not have to worry about, you know, just focusing on, you know, hunting gear and, and things of that nature. Um, you know, it's it's been kind of an eye-opener and a, and, a, and a breath of fresh air for me. And, you know, it's kind of re, reopened doors for me that, you know, I, I guess I haven't really, you know, primarily focused on. So I'm, I'm really excited to see what we can do this year as far as that's concerned. And, you know, getting, you know, the current staff that we have involved. I mean, we've got some great people on our staff, um, you know, that are experts in your field. I mean, you know, we've got, you know, we've got Skeeter over on the west side of Michigan that, you know, is basically a walleye legend. You know, we've got Captain Jeff Hedges, who's another guy that's, you know, just a, a salmon beast. I mean, this guy can tell you anything you want to know about the salmon fishery. And I'm really excited to bring these guys on the podcast, talk with them and, you know, and, and just really just open some new doors and some new avenues to where, you know, we can educate people not on just one front, but on many fronts now. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be super exciting, Dave. I mean, you know, it's, you know, like I said, we've talked about it many times before and for it to finally, you know, come to fruition is, it's just absolutely amazing. And we're just having a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. I think the, I'm really excited about the podcast the most. I think that, um, the podcast is going to be something that is kind of needed. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, never, I haven't heard of many good, you know, upland slash fishing slash waterfowl podcast out there. And I think that, uh, I really excited to get Skeeter on the podcast, not just to have him talk about fishing, but to actually have him interview like, you know, professional fishermen. Cause I'm curious more, yeah. you know, the level, like, you know, really I'm curious, like, is he, is he going to be able to stump them? <laughs> <laughs> you know, right, like, right. Are, the, are these guys really no. that good, or are they just you know set up right, you know, because well, of their professional just, name? But I am curious to get the big wigs on and kind of have like the Skeeters of the world kind of talking with them, just to hear hear from Skeeter, you know, if he thinks you know what these guys are legit, they they know their stuff, or you know what they don't really seem to know as much as they they let on, you know, and that having right. someone there that's a fisherman, that's a professional fisherman. <laughs> that's not known is kind of interesting because you get to actually hear and see that side of it, you know? Oh, no doubt. I mean, and Skeeter is one of those guys that literally could be, you know, a professional tournament fisherman. Um, the guy is just so knowledgeable when it comes to just about every single type of fish that's out there. And, you know, I, I think it's going to be an absolute blast. I mean, we want to have some, you know, some professional anglers on the show for sure. Um, you know, we're, we're already kind of working on, you know, a lineup. And that was actually one of the things that he said is that, you know, he really wants to challenge these guys and see what, you know, see what they're all about. You know, because there's a lot of guys out there that are making a really good living off of, you know, tournament fishing and, you know, and just having fun doing it. And, you know, it'd be interesting to see what, you know, what their thoughts are on, you know, maybe some yeah. different styles of fishing, you know, walleye or salmon fishing and so on and so forth. I'm also, you know, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. 
I'm also excited to hear some from the waterfowlers. You know, there's a lot of great people oh, yeah. out there doing waterfowl hunting and upland, snow goose, all that stuff, the the Chad and Lores of the world type people. And oh, yeah. I'm excited to have Chad and Laura on there talking with them and, and uh, kind of getting, you know, just talk about, like, guns and stuff. Like, you know, what is the best gun for waterfowl? What You know, what's, let's take a vote, yep. right? Let, let's let's hear some of that stuff. Uh, um, waterfowl, yep. upland. I, I always have this challenge in my head, you know, when I go out uh, upland hunting for pheasant. I'm like, okay, 20-gauge, 12-gauge, 410. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not yep. sure what I should be using over-under, you know. Um, so I would love yeah. to hear from them guys and, you know, what, what in their mind, what's the best way to roll. Uh, when you're out there and what, what kind of loads to use i think it's all very good information and i think in a podcast format especially with you um kind of running the podcast i think it'd be funny and, and innovative um i think it'd be something different that people don't hear much and I, and I i'm really excited about it i think that once we get the podcast up and rolling which is coming very soon here i think it's gonna be fun I, i'm really excited to work on the new website get that rolling and uh you know, uh, for those of you out there who are um, interested in the, the experience wild concept and the lifestyle, getting the hats and shirts and things like that, we we got some sick hats coming up, and uh, yeah. uh, John's yes, been getting John's been getting some uh, you know test pilot hats going, and uh, the first couple we got were absolutely astonishing, and um, very exciting, and uh, I, I'm I'm excited. Like I, I feel like you know, part of me wants to take like start taking the summers off just to do experience wild stuff, you know, like go fishing, wear the experience wild gear, get photography experience wild. Cause I, I just, I feel like it's like a different realm, but um, it's also a fun realm that, you know, the, the fishing alone can be exciting. And, you know, we all do fishing at some point during the year, you know, upland a little bit harder. I mean, that's usually in January, February, it's a little bit hard time frame. It's cold, but you know, those guys who are doing it don't mess around. And I think we can even get those guys in studio, you know, some of them who are local, um, to yeah. come, come in and chat, you know, about waterfowling, you know, and uh, duck hunting and all that. Yeah, I agree, man. I think we're going to have a, an absolute blast with it. I mean, you know, and some of the things that we're going to be able to do with this podcast too, is we're going to, you know, make it so that it's mobile. So we'll, you know, we're going to try to do some podcasts from out on the big lake out in Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. You know, from the ice this winter, when we're out ice fishing, I like to do it, you know, in the middle of a, a duck, you know, or a, a decoy set, you know, out there goose up. You know, I'd love to just get creative with it. So you can hear us talking, you know, kind of whispering, but, you know, at the same time, you hear shotgun blasts going off the <laughs> yeah. while we're doing it. That's cool. But, That'll you know, I mean, fun. I think I think we want to make it real. We want to make it, you know, uncensored, unedited for the most part, and just make it really fun, you know, you know, and just just hammer on uh you know the industry and uh not in a bad way but you know obviously we want to get down to the nitty-gritty and we want the good dirt you know what i mean we want to know what's going on out there just like you know our viewers want to know what's going on out there so you know we want to make it fun we want to make it entertaining and we just want to you know the biggest thing for us is just you know getting out there educating the viewers and you know their families and even ourselves um you know i've never been one to ever pretend like i know everything and so this is going to be a great learning experience for me as well as, you know, the guys and gals on the staff too. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, that's one of the things I love about the podcast for BHP that we've really um, – we've got some really good people on, you know. And I am very honored and blessed and feel very happy to be a part of the industry to a point. And uh, the people I've – I've never really met anybody in the industry that I haven't – I like to be honest. I mean, everybody. There's so many great people uh, I've met over the years, and uh, the one thing is that you know people are family oriented. They really enjoy the outdoors. They want to do more. The only time things get a little bit weird is the shows. You know, I think shows have always been kind of yep. touchy, and it's just because somebody wants to follow their dream. I totally get it. Like it's no big deal. I understand. But the problem is the companies are stressed because they have all these people calling them all the time, trying to get sponsorships. You know, I get it, but I get it from both sides. So it's, I understand why the people want to get sponsors. And I also understand why the the companies are flipping out because they have like a hundred emails a day or a thousand emails a day saying sponsor my show, you know, and it's, it's it's a, just, the problem is it's an oversaturated industry. You know, everybody wants something, and they exactly. want something for nothing. Yeah, you know, I, and there's there's a lot of people that you know say they can deliver on things, and then there's a lot of people you know can deliver, and there's a lot of people that can't deliver. Yeah, and I, it kind of gives 
it kind of gives people a, a bad rap, you know what I mean? So, I mean, we get it, you know, from our standpoint, we get, you know, what people are saying. I mean, but, you know, I mean, the the the, the big picture is that the whole world of hunting shows and, you know, TV shows and things of that nature, you know, are slowly starting to die off, man. And it's getting harder and harder and harder to get into that industry and be successful in it. And I'm not trying to tell people that, you know, if this is something that they want to do that, you know, they can't be successful at it. I always tell people when they ask me, like, what do you need to do? It's like, well, you got to do a lot of work, right? You got to put in a lot of hard work. It's a full-time job in itself. And so if you think of people like us, Dave, you know, they're, they're working a full-time job, you know, for a, you know, a corporate conglomerate. And then they're doing this on top of that. I mean, it's basically like working two full-time jobs, you know, I mean, you know, our fam- our family see it, you know, oh, yeah. so it's, it doesn't come easy. And, and that's part of the problem is that there's, there's a lot of people that think that this is super easy at what we're trying to do here. And it's, and it's not, you know, not but I close. encourage anybody that wants to do something like this. I mean, have at it, you know what I mean? Just, you know, do your hardest, work your hardest and, and do your best. And you never know. I mean, you know, the opportunity could come up, you know, you never know, Yeah. but you know, it's, it's just getting harder and harder and harder. Well, the thing is, is that there's a lot of great people out there doing content, you know, shows, Heartland Bow Hunter. I mean, there's people at the top of Absolutely. that room. You're not going to be able to compete with that, no offense, but unless no. you've got $100,000 to dump into cameras and know how to use them and know how to edit, you're going to have a hard time yeah. and be able to get on the deer, right? I mean, th- these are all facts yeah. that this is part of the reason that, you know, we as a uh, – corporate whatever you want to call it uh, at bhp decided that we're going to move away from our shows and we we had these all shows even experienced while having a specific hunting show but then we thought well actually i thought last year i was going to get rid of them but then uh there was a little bit of work because the sponsorships i had to rearrange things and it's not a simple one two three because you have different bow sponsors you have different things for the shows so as much as I didn't want to get rid of them, I just realized that, you know what, it's just a lot of work and strain on our team to try to go out and shoot a doe on film. I mean, who cares? There's so many more footage out there. We're, we're still going to film our hunts. That We're not saying we're not going to do that. We're just not going to launch them under all these different names like Bone Driven and Hunt Series because before we, we would have loved to have done that, but like the, the problem is you're then maintaining basically four different brands you know, of hunting yep. shows, and now you got to sell the hunting show. And, and most of the time, companies aren't really interested in hunting shows they're interested in a network like vhp they're not interested in bone driven as a show they're interested in what bowhunter planet can bring to the table so so this was a stressful piece because here i am trying to sell a show when there's you know a million shows out there no one cared to sponsor another show they just don't care about that they they want the content they just don't necessarily care to have another show under their realm so totally understandable and i get it i'm a marketing person i know all all about marketing and to me um that doesn't bring to the table enough you know enough um to yeah. have a show but that being said all those people on those shows are amazing content creators for mm-hmm. us and so we brought them in as what we call pro ambassadors and uh john you being one of them um that yeah. is kind of how we do it on the bow hunting side now experience wild will have an ambassador program down the line and uh that will be awesome because that one's going to be very exciting because you're going to have fishermen, you're going to have waterfowlers, you're going to have a lot of different people, uh, melting pot, huge melting pot of all sorts of people, um, gun hunters. So there'll be a lot of different things on there. Um, And Experience Wild is one of those things where we always kind of imagined it as being the network and then Boner Plant being like a sub-network to it. Even though BHP is bigger today, that doesn't mean it's going to be that way all the time. Uh, the goal for right. Experience Wild is to be, you know, the a, a major network and uh, an online major network. And, uh, you know, when you click bow hunting in there, it would go to Bow Hunter Planet. And, uh, you yep. know, and those are the kinds of things we're working on. And we will get, we will get to. We have the right team in place. We have great people working on these projects. Um, it's going to yeah, take some we're time drawing, and energy. But, drawing, it, yeah, it only fast. takes, we're I think what people... Real don't realize and, and this is a good cut into sponsors out there who are interested in what we're doing as far as experience wild it doesn't take much funding wise to get it where we want it to be you know i think people when yeah. people think of like when people think of tv shows and stuff <clears throat> they're so far out of whack with the amount of money because tv shows you yep. have to pay for a network to be on the networks that could seriously be like a hundred thousand dollars a year just for just to get on the network 
Um, and for a hundred, if you gave me a hundred thousand dollars, BHP would be 10 times the size it is today. And that's my point, oh, yeah. right? It wouldn't be hard to reinvest that kind of money into something and make it even way larger. And experience while it's the same boat. Uh, once we get one title sponsor, that thing will be blown out of the water so fast and moving quick. I mean, it, it doesn't take much money wise to make something like that into a large, large network. And can we self fund it? Yes. And we might do that. Yes. But I think the the bigger thing for us is getting one big cheese sponsor to step in and, uh, you know, provide funding for us to get it rolling and take the title roll, you know, and, and even with BHP. At some point, there will be a title sponsor who's smart enough to say, you know what, this network's crushing it. Why are we not at the top of this, right? And it, it doesn't take yeah. long. It takes one person to realize that. And then all of a sudden, you know, everything's times 10, right, and things have grown. And, I agree. And that's what's going to happen. I mean, no, no matter what shape or form we spin this, that that's what it's coming to. It's getting to that point now where these, you know, I got a call the other day from, I'm not going to name the company, but uh, a bow company in the industry, and they were just like, what are we doing wrong? And I, and I told them what they're doing wrong, flat out. I mean, you got yeah. this is, <clears throat> for those of you listening to this, this is interesting, right? Think about this. Think about what I just said. A major bow manufacturer called me, called my personal cell phone, and asked me, what they're doing wrong because yep. they're not selling bows. And so, of course, I laid it out there. You're sponsoring two or three major major TV shows. Waste the money. You know, give them half the money. Give them a quarter. And no offense yeah. to your TV guys. I, I love you guys. I know you're doing your thing and you're making a living doing this and all that. That's great for you. But you have to understand, if I'm a bow company and I give you $100,000, you need to make me back a million dollars in bow sales. Yeah. Are are you doing that? No. If they're calling me and asking me, and these are major companies, these are major shows I'm talking about. These aren't like, I'm not talking, I'm talking A-list shows that I'm talking about right now. So if you're an A-list show and you think just by sponsoring your show and your name that these companies are selling bows, they're not. And why is that? Because everything is shifted. There's no more of this, oh, so-and-so at the top of the chain and da-da-da. No one cares anymore. That's long gone. Right. Look at Cameron Hayes. Yep. That guy's crushing it online. You know, Hoyt was smart enough yep. to get with him early on. That guy, I mean, he is selling bows because he, he, people look up to him and they look up to what he's done. You know, there's a lot of people yep. that are not hunters that he turned into hunters. Do you see what I'm saying? Yep. So these are the yep. things that need to happen, and this is what's happening. There's a shift. Synergy Outdoors working with Miss Wild Game. They brought in three girls that were crushing it on Instagram, 85,000 followers, 40. These are just people. They're just people. Yeah. They're not even yep. They're not even shows. They don't even have a hunting show. They just take pictures. But people are watching them, and they're getting a lot of exposure, and that's my point. The yep. shift has already exactly. started. It's already happened. It's already passed. TV is long gone. The amount of money to pay for TV just to be on the network is a joke. You have to, yeah. you have to look at the network. You have to go to Outdoor Channel and say, listen, Outdoor Channel. And if you're listening to this Outdoor Channel, I hope you are. Uh, you need to cut your rates, like literally 75% cut. <laughs> you, to yeah. be on TV is not worth it, that much money. You, I mean, literally, if I, if you're telling me to be on Outdoor Channel's 50 grand, I say, okay, I'd probably be okay with that. But anything more than that, I'd be like, nah, I don't see it. You I'm know, good. how's I'm that going to happen? I'll stick with YouTube and the internet. <laughs> I mean, look how big YouTube is now. I mean, it, it, they're crushing. Yeah. YouTube's crushing major networks. They have more. They have more views than TV shows. They have billions and you trillions can, of views. You can buy a TV now that has like they're smart TVs. You can get buy a TV with. It. YouTube on it. I absolutely. And, you know, I watch your stuff on YouTube all the time on, <laughs> on my TV. Them all now. It's all internet networked so, and, you know. And just to go back to the ambassador thing, I mean, this is something that you thought about years ago, right? So now, I mean, if you think about it, think about this, Dave. So you came up with this ambassador concept probably, I don't know, probably what, like three or four years ago. And, you know, we're finally rolling it out now. But if you think about this, think about all the major bow manufacturers that are out there right now. Think about all the major clothing companies that, you know, do the camouflage right now. What are they calling their people now? They're calling them ambassadors. Absolutely. So, That's what I'm if, saying. If you we're, think we're, about it, you don't, need, you don't need a show. You don't need a show to be successful. You know, you can be an ambassador of Bowhunter Planet, for example. And, you know, you're an ambassador of lead archery. You're an ambassador of Bowtech. I mean, whatever, you know whatever it may be. I mean, that's what 
beautiful about this whole ambassador program is that now you don't have, you know, two or three major sponsors that you're working with. You're working with every single one in the industry. That's well. That's what's funny, and, you know. And I, I don't want to, you know. People have called me an innovator. They've called me all sorts of things with the archery industry. And, and I, I'm not. I'm a very humble person. But the truth is, if I didn't change the industry the way I tried to change it, it would never. In my opinion, it wouldn't work the way it's worked today. Like it has really right. changed a lot. In in Bowhunter Planet, the 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 idea of creating a website that was non biased, non sponsored by one bow company was laughed at i got laughed at yeah when people saw that i was reviewing a matthews bow and then reviewing a bow tech or reviewing a hoy they were like who is this jokester you know uh yep, how can yep. you shoot that bow and then shoot this bow i mean but the whole time i i i you know the whole time i just always said to myself this niche is already is ready to be taken because when i looked at bow reviews at that point there was just nothing that was done very well it wasn't professional and it was just like kind of like long drawn out videos and garbage in the background and kids toys and i never saw anything that you know made me think like oh you know i I can't compete that's already there you know there was nothing there it was a dead space and then on top of that yep you know, people get sponsors that were bow companies. You know, there'd be like yep. PSC sponsoring somebody or somebody, and then all of a sudden they'd be gone. You know, the sponsorship's gone, yep. and they're, they're gone because you know what? Bowhunter Planet came, and oh, well, why don't why would I sponsor yours? And if I can just go to a non-sponsored right and get a non-biased opinion, so yep. you know, when people always make fun, they, they they always say stuff. You know, there's always these rude comments all the time on YouTube. I didn't care less about them, but they always say stuff like, "Oh, he said that about the last one, or he did this, or he did that," and. Oh, you, you slap the trigger. I don't care. I slapped it. Dude, do you really think I care? I slap a trigger. I am. I, I, I have trigger panic. I can care less that you think I slap a trigger. I get it. I get that I slap trigger. Why are you looking at me slapping the trigger? Look at the bow. There's nothing to do with me. All yeah. I'm, all I'm is a vessel showing you a bow. And furthermore, yeah. the bow is there for you to see before you waste your gas to go to store to buy it. I mean, you're not going to go somewhere to look at a bow you can care less about. You might hear of the new bow. You might say, you know what, <clears throat> Dart launched a Maverick this year. I want to see that Maverick. But you know what, yep. do I really want to go to the store and waste my time, or should I just look online and see what I can find out about it? Oh, there's Bow Under Plant exactly. Test Lab. Oh, bam, there's the video. You're the precursor. That's you're what I'm saying. for them having to go to the That's store. That's the starting you know point. I mean? now, you, you can look now up. Now we can go to a website and look look at these things prior right you can watch it over here. wow you know look at this thing you know in slow motion look at this look how the screen flexes and, you know look look at this i mean it, you know it's just it's it's unbelievable what what you guys have been able to create as, as a whole you know with bowhunter planet i mean it really is i mean you know and for every negative comment you get i mean think about all the hundreds that you get that are so positive like wow you know before I even, you know, hey, I'm in the market for a new bow, and guess what? The first thing that pops up when I type in, you know, he's Halon is, is the Bowhunter Planet review. Thanks, Absolutely. guys. You know what I mean? That, that's what I was going to say. You put in we any new bow, and our videos, 90% of the time is the first thing that pops up. And I think that, yep. you know, Google already recognizes BHP as being the authority in, in bow reviews. So the first you type in any bow, majority of the time we're in the top five or number one or two in the bow review. No one competes yeah. with us in that market. And, and I don't. You know, as much as I, I, I don't I don't want to compete with people, in my mind, I really do want to create a, an industry that's stronger and bigger and there's more out there. I really do. Like, that's, to me, what it's all about. I'm not making a living doing this. I can care less. Like, that's never going to happen. I mean, not at this point, but you never know. I mean, obviously, you never know. That could change. But at this point, it's it's just a hobby, you know. And, and yep. I, I'm disappointed, to be honest, with a lot of the other industry websites out there. I've reached out to everyone. And I've never been a response from, I don't think any of them have ever responded to my email. Even when I've met the people right. at the ATA and sent them personal emails afterwards saying, hey, let's work on a project together. Let's do this. There'd be no response. Not even like, you know, don't think it's a good idea. No, no courtesy or anything. And I'm just like, really? I'm like, God, man, like, yeah. that's not the way to go. You know, and, I, and again, I'm not going to yeah. name names, but I mean, there's not many out there. So it's not hard to figure who they are. But my point is, it's so rude. You know, it's like, how could you not even recognize the fact that it you know it's it's always competition to them and that's my point it's not it's not supposed to be competition stop worrying about how much money you're going to make or if i'm better than you about something it's not a big deal you know move on it, you, 
you're not me. You're not us. You're not BHP. Well, and I think it all, you know, it all boils down to what we, what, what, you know, what we've talked about in the past, and that's, you know, heritage and, and history and, you know, getting the youth involved. I mean, you've got your boys shooting bows. You know, I mean, I've got my, my kids, my girls and my son shooting bows. And, you know, it's, it's, it's about educating, you know, our future hunters and, um, you know, I mean, you know, we've, we've, I know it's been brought up on multiple podcasts and you guys have done some great interviews with some of the women in the field. And I mean, there's, there's more women hunters now than there's ever been. And there's a lot more kids now than there's ever been. I mean, you can't go on Facebook during deer season and not see, you know, a kid that's smiling from ear to ear, you know, because he shot his first deer, yep. whether it was a, you know, a button buck, a spike horn, a doe, whatever. Um, but there's, you know, there's a lot more of them out there, and I, and I, you know, I have to say that I, I think a lot of it stems to the fact that you know, we we focus a lot of our time and our energy in into that, and not making it you know just for men. It's for everyone out there. I mean, you know, we you just had uh, oh, what's your your target shooter's name? I can't think off the top of my head. Um, but Chris. you said him and his wife in the, hey, you said him and his wife in the studio. Yep. And and you were doing stuff with uh with diamond archery, right? And and you had uh, a woman's bow. And you know, we're we're doing things that are are creative and are outside the box and that you normally wouldn't see anywhere else. And and it's a great platform for people to go and and get involved and get interested in in what we're talking about and what we're seeing, you know, and and that's one thing that that I love and that you know I'm very passionate about. And it's the same exact thing that we want to do with experience wild. You know, we want to be able to extend that olive branch into multiple avenues or venues if you and, and get it across so that it's not just, you know, bow hunting, but it's, it's everything. Right. And, you know, we're all passionate outdoorsmen. I mean, you know, you're not just a bow hunter, Dave, you like to fish, you like to do everything else too. And, and it just makes sense to, to be able to do that, right, and just share our passion and extend it into different avenues. Absolutely, I, I, I think it's great. Couldn't say it better. I, I think that was uh, a good statement. I think, uh, you know, I can't. Um, I look at this. Yeah, I got this picture board in my office here. I'm looking at it right now while we're talking, and it's just amazing to me the the, the people we've assembled for BHP and for Experience yeah. Wild. I mean, this the team we have is absolutely incredible. These guys. Um, you know, I, I, I we couldn't, second to none. couldn't do it without without all of you. I mean, it has been an yeah. amazing ride. And even the people who have come and gone, uh, they're still uh, great people, great hunters. Um, you know, the thing about I think what, what people don't realize is that when you're a pro pro ambassador at BHP, there's a lot to do. There's a lot of stuff you need to do. And it's not um, it's just very time consuming. So some people will come and go yeah. because they can't keep up. They can't. Uh, uh, meet, meet, commit, commit, commit to the photo to the shoots, time. commit to the hunts that yeah. we need them to be on to help out or come to whatever it is. It doesn't matter. I mean, it, there's so many different things and, uh, it, it's busy. It's very, very busy. And, and it's hard because a lot of our team, um, not a lot of our team, but I would say a quarter of our team is kind of split between experience wild and BHP. So like Chris McGee, so he's doing stuff for both. So it's a little challenging for him because obviously he's not just doing one, he's doing two. And, but you know, right. what we try to do is make it to where, we try to, you know, the fall is bow hunting for him and the rest of the year is experience wild for him, you know, trying to do that. That's the thing. But Chris kind of runs both the social medias uh, for both platforms, which is great because for some reason, <laughs> I don't know what it is, John, but every time I post something on Instagram, I'll get 100 likes. And every time Chris yeah, posts Chris something, it. it's like 400. <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. What is this guy doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, you I'm like, what's wrong with you? you? What's wrong with you people? I pick great images, and then he picks the stupid thing of a bow getting hoisted, and all of a sudden there's 400. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? Yep. Well, and I think that just all stems back to like what you said. I mean, you know, we I pound for pound, we have you know probably some of the best individuals in the industry. I mean, you know, we all are very passionate about what we do. We're all passionate about photography and videography. Um, you know, and and just you know, just getting out there and doing what we do. I mean, we've given up countless weekends. I mean, you know, they, we were just out doing a photo shoot on Father's Day, you know. Yeah, exactly. And everything like that. But we had, you know, some commitments that we knew that we needed to get done. And, and you know, we all assembled. And, you know, we went out there and, 
and had an absolute blast doing it on Father's Day, which was, you know, all being dads too, you know, it was was good to be out there and, you know, having some fun doing it. But, you know, it is a lot of work in it, and it does take a lot of time. Like I said, I mean, you know, our families, you can feel it, you know what I mean? But, you know, but at the same time, I mean, you know, I think there's a a mutual joint understanding there, you know, with our wives and our our kids that, you know, hey, listen, you know, we're doing this for, for not only, you know, two guys, but we're also doing it for everyone else out there, you know, that, that wants to get a kid involved or wants to get their wife involved in shooting or, you know, fishing or whatever. Um, so we, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of twofold, you know, and, and it's, you know, like I said, I mean, it's something we're very passionate about and we love to do and it almost kind of, you know, supersedes, you know, I guess the, the downside of, you know, having to give up, you know, multiple weekends, especially in the summer when your kids are home or, you know, when you don't necessarily feel like getting up out of bed and doing things. I mean, it's, it is, it is, like I said, it is my full-time job almost, you know, but it is so much fun. You know, we all love it. We're all very passionate about it. And, and I feel like we have, you know, between the two, you know, experienced a lot of ball on your planet, I think we have pound for pound, you know, some of the heaviest hitters in the world, you know, when it comes to this stuff and, and very reliable people too. You know, if we need to do something short notice, we get together and we put our brains on it and we do it. And, you know, the content and everything that we provide is, you know, second to none, you know, I mean, and it's, you know, it's kind of, you know, I think it's one of the coolest things to me is, you know, seeing your image on, you know, a sponsor's website or, you know, seeing them use it on their social media and, you know, knowing that they love what you do. And, you know, to me, that makes it so much more worth it, you know, than, than anything. Absolutely, man. I tell you what, uh, I think the most humble, the two things happened to me that were pretty humbling for me. I was, um, I was actually down in Florida. I was at uh, airport at the Florida airport, Orlando, and uh, we were flying. We were going to Disney with the family. I was with Kevin and uh, the kids and my wife. And this was about oh man, this is literally about four years ago now. And uh, a guy came up to me. He's like, "Oh, Boner Planet, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> and that was weird. Yep. You know, I was like, "Holy cow!" And he's like, "You know." um he's like oh i love your show and da 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 and i was like wow okay cool man i'm like that's great you know and uh <laughs> that was cool that's and awesome. it, that was weird you know and i was thinking in my head like you know it's not tv you know so you just don't think like you know people you know people are watching though you know what i mean that's the point if you look at the views there's like eight million views on youtube we have it's not yeah. like it's like yeah. a little amount and then uh, i was at the other one the more humbling spot was when i was at woods and water a few years ago uh, uh a kid came up to me named greg and uh yeah. I could tell he was like kind of like acting a little bit like kind of excited to see me or something. And I had never met this kid before and he was like 14 and, um, and he's like, Oh, I, you know, I'm a big fan. I love your show. And da, da, da. I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, it's great. You know? And then, um, a little while later, uh, his dad came up to me and says, Hey, you know, can you take a picture of my son? He's like a huge fan. I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah, no problem. You're like, really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay. You know, and I'm thinking about this is okay. You know, you gotta understand. I, I don't, I'm not like a star here by any means. So why review some bows online? You know what I mean? But, right. it, but we do hunt and stuff like that too online, but it was just, it was a very cool experience. And, uh, you know, I was very excited, um, that I made that kid's day, I guess. And, uh, Greg is was his name. And, uh, I, I'm actually, I need to find him. I got to make sure he joins our ambassador program. Get him on there. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no uh, doubt. That man. was cool, so, man. It's funny you mention this. So like, I mean, and I'm not, you know, obviously, experience wild isn't nearly the size of Bow Hunter Planet, but I was actually at uh, one of my daughter's dance recitals a few years ago. So, and this was like, uh, it was probably, you know, maybe a few months after our, our uh, Canadian bear hunt aired. And, and I'm sitting there, and there's this, you know, this packed auditorium. And, and uh, one of the local high schools were sitting in their auditorium, and she was getting ready to start. And this guy comes up to me, and, you know, he actually sat down in front of us, me and my wife. And uh, <laughs> I'll never forget this, but he kept looking at me. And I'm like, what is this guy looking at? You know what I mean? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not one that like stared at the morning, right? So this guy just kept turning around looking at me, looking at me, looking at me. And I'm like, finally, I was like, do I know you? <laughs> and he goes, he goes, no, but I'm trying to figure out where I know you from. And uh, and I'm like, I, I was just kind of like, I have no idea, man. I'm like, you know, do you live in Clarkston? <laughs> you know, obviously your kid dances at my kid's dance studio. He goes, no. He goes, I, 
I've seen you on the internet. He goes, I know I've seen you on the internet. And he goes, are you that guy that shot that bear? <laughs> Instinctually. What? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, yeah, I did do that. He goes, man, he goes, I've watched that video probably about a dozen times. He goes, I'm still trying to figure out how the heck you shot that bear. <laughs> yeah, I want to know too. <laughs> <laughs> that was seriously crazy, dude. So, but yeah, dude, that was, I mean, that was, for me, that was a, a very rewarding moment. And, uh, you know, that's the only time it's ever happened to me. And we've been doing this for a while now. But, uh, but you know, it, it's one of those things, I mean, you know, like you said, I mean, we definitely don't look for it. You know, we're not famous celebrities by any means. But it is cool to know that our content is getting out there in front of the masses and that people are noticing it and that people are seeing it. And, you know, they get excited about it, you know, and, I guess that's the whole point of, you know, that story is that, you know, it's just, it, it, to me, it's just amazing that, you know, the reach that it has and the audience that it gets in front of, you know, whether they love it or they hate it, um, you know, I'll take the haters all day long. I mean, to me, that's just another view and, you know, it, I'm fine with that. You know, you got to take the bad with the good, right? So it's I mean, interesting it's, it's how all, people, it, all in good fun. it is interesting though, how people are so weird online. Like they just like, they love to pick out the things that are wrong, you know. It's just always something stupid, yeah, yeah. like slapping a trigger. Like, really? Come on, man. Like, you yeah. really care that I slap a trigger, or I move my hand before I shoot on my my, my wrist hand? Yeah, like that's just it what I do. Picky stuff, man. Everybody, you know, everybody, everybody is what I like to call, you know, like a desk jockey, right? I mean, everybody is great at what they do, right? Everybody's amazing and just awesome, right? And they can do whatever you can do a thousand times better. Oh, and yeah. You know, and like I said, I mean, I've never, I've never claimed to be the best at anything, right? I mean, I, I I'm a, a, a jack of many trades, is what I like to call myself, but I'm, I'm, I'm a master of none, you know. So, <laughs> I, I just, I, I just kind of, you know, I, like I said, I mean, I just, I think it's kind of funny and, and almost, you know, comical, and you know, I, you know, it's, I think, you know, with us being in this as long as we have, I, you, know, you almost just kind of take it with a grain of salt now. And, you know, you just laugh at it or you shrug it off. And, um, you know, there's always going to be, you know, something you know, that's always going to, you know, come down on you. I mean, it was like that one, uh, what was that, on Facebook, Dave, where <laughs> I didn't even know who this lady was, but she was from, like, Scotland or something like that. And she, <laughs> made, a comment, she made a comment on a, on my post and, uh, and uh, just responded back. Well, nobody asked you. Yeah, you know, somebody, your opinion. She was anti bear hunter, anti hunter. That's what she was. Yeah, yeah. Was, it was and, somebody, uh, you know, somebody, somebody on the team's aunt or something. Remember? <laughs> yeah, and I think that's what it ended up being. I think it was Tim's like <laughs> best friend, best friend's mother. Yeah, aunt something, or something crazy like that. Uh, you're like, who asked you? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, well, who asked you? But, you know, I mean, and to be honest with you, I mean, I honestly didn't really care. I just thought it was like, yeah, well, let me see how far I can take this, you know, with this anti and, you know, obviously it stopped right there. But, uh, you know, it was it was pretty comical. You know, we all got a good laugh out of it because I was like, from Scotland. And how does she like? Oh, that's you know, what it was. Yeah, Scotland. Yeah. That's so funny because yeah. they don't like hunt deer or anything over there. So they're not used no, to No, I mean, they. They don't really have any animals over there because they, they wiped them all off the face of the earth, so they rely on all of our American meat to yeah. fill their needs. I just think it's but, uh, uh, it's it's weird to me. Uh, well, actually, two things real quick. I, I you know another thing that happened to me that was weird that uh, not weird, but another thing that happened to me was, uh, uh, I would say like a at the woods and water last year. He was I don't know. Some kids came up to me. They were probably nineteen though or something, but um, they're talking about. Uh, owner plan he's like yeah i grew up watching that and i said what <laughs> grew up yeah. watching it then i kind of dawned yeah. on me i was like wow like that's crazy like yeah. now i think about it like i guess 2009 till now yeah. that's like a almost a 10-year span of some it's like almost a yeah a decade right i'm like whoa yeah i'm like that's i yeah. can see that now right if you're 10 years old and you're now you're 20 or 18 yeah, if you're a bow hunter, if you're into bow hunting and you're checking out new bows every year, right? It makes sense. I'm like, wow, that's yep, that kind of absolutely. blew me away, man. That really started feeling old, and I'm like, wow. Well, the good news is in this <laughs> industry, know. old is okay. <laughs> that's right, man. Yeah, they have a way of eating you these days. These kids, you know, they they have a way of eating you, and you know, it is kind of funny that you say that because I'm. You know, it has been almost 10 years, huh? And, and it's funny too that there's people <laughs> I know that you know through work and different things that actually 
don't know anything about that I you know a bow hunter plant in. And it's funny because yeah. they hunt. And so, like, it's funny because I'll talk to people. I, I try not to talk about it, to be honest, at work or anything. I, I really don't bring it up. Or, I mean, the reason I do that is because it's just, you know, in, in corporate world, it's different. You know, people, some people are totally against hunting. People are, I just, it's not worth it. You know what I mean? You got you to gotta make your living. You got to go yep. home and feed your kids. So, yep. I just don't talk about there it. You know, go. it's not like I, I would definitely yep. fight for it if someone challenged me, but I just don't bring it up. But it's interesting because people will be like, oh, yeah, I got that new bow, and it's awesome, and da da And I'm like, oh, really? That's cool. <laughs> I would love to give detail on it, you know, but I'm like, nah, I'm just going to shut up. But, <clears throat> you know, I mean, yep. it's, it's funny because they have no idea who they're talking to that I, like, review all these bows. I think it's pretty comical. <clears throat> but um, It is, man. It is. Yeah, the, you know, the uh, that's crazy. I also think it's crazy that people don't eat venison and stuff like that. And, and it's okay, I guess, if you don't. But it's <clears throat> truly, it's truly the real organic. And I've been saying that a lot online. And it's it's to me, it's the real organic because I can kill a deer um, and eat off that deer for a long time. I mean, literally, it saved me th- probably a thousand dollars this year. You know, in, in ground beef, um, just mm-hmm. using it for tacos and chili and uh, steaks and you know. Um, I mean, dude, oh, you missed out, man. That can cooker the other night. Oh, that was podcast. Really good. <clears throat> I took, this is so simple. And we're not sponsored by can cooker. They need to sponsor us because this, this can cooker is absolutely amazing. I would talk great about this thing all the time, period. Uh, cause it works so yep. good. Um, I took, um, uh, it's very simple. I took, uh, uh, venison tenderloin. It was already diced up from my butcher who did it. So I, I, put, I sprayed the inside, put put that in there. I diced up uh, potatoes, white. I think they're just white potatoes. I don't know what you call them, but just regular, you know, um, the, the smooth skin ones. I diced them up, yep. uh, quartered them, whatever, diced them, threw them in, threw in some sweet potatoes I had laying around, uh, and a full red onion, threw that in there. I diced it, you know, whatever, threw it in. Uh, I spiced it with Creo, with uh, Thai red pepper, just a dusting, you know, to spice it up. And I added, um, uh, like McCormick, you know, like a McCormick steak seasoning. And I added a apple orchard, angry orchard beer into it. And, uh, uh, it was a bigger beer. It wasn't like the small one. It was like the double can, you know? Um, and, yeah. uh, I let it cook for 25 minutes in the can cooker and it smelt, my whole house smelt amazing. Like while I was cooking and I pulled it out, I dumped it out, and uh, actually I took the whole can cooker over to the studio, which isn't far from me, the main studio, and uh, we didn't even eat it right away. We left it in the can cooker. I, you know, used a hot plate, whatever. It's very hot. Obviously, it's all metal. And I set it on the uh, Tesla lab table there, and I just, we finished the podcast, and while the guys were, when I finished my podcast, the guys started doing a different one for, uh, actually, uh, Jeff Lindsay, which was cool, Lindsay Way, and uh, anyway. <clears throat> When that happened, I was making them food while they were talking to him. I was actually scooping it and all that. And, uh, it, dude, it was unbelievable. Everybody had two servings, and it was so good. Like, I, I, I can't even comprehend how good it was. Like, I'm just like, this is, like, the easiest way to cook food I've ever seen. Uh, and it, everything's, awesome. like, mouth-watering, and it's just uh, – so, anyway, can Cooker, if you're listening to this, man, we got some work to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to get Cedar one of these. We got to get a lot more of these things coming in for the whole team because I'm telling you right now, and No Boom's holding out on me. No Boom has, uh, they sent him the little heat pad and everything to cook anywhere. He didn't tell me they sent him the heat pad, punk. <laughs> he took it. <laughs> He's got the heat pad. I did, I, so I was thinking, I was like, I need to get a heat pad because I can use it outside. I can, you know, take it camping, hunting. Uh, you know, the heat pad's perfect. Use propane. You can cook anywhere, you know? Yeah. So I, even oh, if man. even if they don't do anything, honestly, I'd buy it. It, it was <clears throat> totally worth it. So if you're out there looking for something like that for Hunt Camp, dude, it's totally worth the money. Go on their website, purchase you know it. Me. It's worth it. I know you're you know, buying it already. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, we were just talking about it the other day, and you're like, don't buy it yet. Don't buy it yet. Well, I don't want you to buy it because just in case they do a huge deal, you never know. I mean, they'd be like, hey, we want to sponsor yeah, your podcast. You, you just don't know. Yeah, you never know. Hint, hint. Well, it was actually kind of- because, like, like up at Irwin Club, where we have the electricity, I mean, you know, something like that would be, you know, absolutely amazing. Absolutely, you know, that dude. Can set up that little, 
that would chance here, you know, for sure. put over a, you know, an open fire or something would be awesome. Absolutely. The only thing about a fire, the thing about a fire, like an actual fire, I don't know why they say you have to put soap on it. I didn't really, you got to watch some reviews on it. I, I don't know. I want to do my own review on it, but I'm waiting until um, we talk with them more and get more detail. But basically you have to soap up the bottom or something if you're using an open fire. But if you use like a propane fire or a natural gas fire, like on your stove, it's no problem. And you can't go past medium heat. I think it either burns it out or um, it's too hot for the metal. I don't know. I don't know the situation there, but um, I was told medium or less. Yeah, I've but, heard that. Uh, I've heard that. I've heard that that uh, that camp is pretty awesome. And it's like I like like with uh, like at, at hunting camp. Like I love like chilies and you know stoops and you know just you know steaks and all kinds of cool stuff like that. But like, I was looking at even on their website. If you look at their website, they have just a ton of recipes just about anything you want to do if you wanted to do a you know crab oil or you know make yourself a chowder or whatever i mean there's a recipe on there for it which is pretty awesome so the thing about it john is that i i have the money and i need you to do the crab legs so i (laughs) i was just telling the guys i want to have all you guys over the studio like you jamie and you know chris all those guys and um, I have the, we have the, uh, they sent us three different sizes can cookers. So I, me and Kevin have the large one and the small one, and Jamie took the middle one. So I got the large one. Yep. I want to fill it with crab legs or, or um, maybe a Creole thing, like where we do crawfish and sausage. And yeah. uh, so I was just I, hoping you could kind of go get all that and bring it over and I'll just pay you for it. <laughs> and then uh, we yeah, could, you could make it. And I don't think, I think if you go online, you could figure out that recipe and it probably wouldn't be hard. Um, and then we could eat it there at the studio, do some podcasts or something. It'd be fun, and it'd be a good day. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Yeah, be, it's always a good day when you got good food like that over there. I would definitely be down for that. Dude, that so thing's that perfect. Be, uh, Bear camp. Think about it. You can use that thing anywhere, man. I was just telling my wife, I was like, this thing, this thing is like, it's like my slow cooker, but 25 minutes instead yeah. of all day. A box cooker. A lot quicker. It, seriously, a lot quicker. and it's so clean. Like, I, I basically, you know, I pulled everything out, and you guys will see this in a video coming up I'm working on, but I pull everything out, I chop everything up, I throw it all in there, I clean everything, everything's in the thing, and I shut it, and I turn it on, and I'm done. The whole the whole kitchen's clean, everything's put away, and it's cooking my food. And when it's done, I open it, and I dump it into a bowl, and we eat. <laughs> it's that simple. Yep. I'm it's like, wow. Yeah, so, it's pretty impressive, man. So yeah, so I don't know if I can actually wait. I might just have to go out and get one. But I don't believe I'll, I'll probably I can get that. I probably get that. I probably get that mini one. Yeah, I was gonna say if you're now. gonna get one, get the small one at least for now. And then, well, uh, if we do that, if we do do uh, like a crab oil, man, we're gonna have to use your big one for oh, sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I have a, a feeling we're gonna. I have a feeling we'll have to probably have multiple can cookers going at the same time because we're probably. gonna probably have a huge, uh, crab huge amount of people. We should do king crab. We should do king. King crab would be best because you get a lot of meat in one. You know, I heard that almost one leg can almost fill people. I really want to do like you know maybe we got to get we got to talk to um, the guys from Southern Boys Outdoors. Maybe next time we can bring some uh, some fresh crawfish over, man, and maybe do like a real legit. Yeah, we should just go down there. Real legit. We should just probably drive. I think you might be onto something. We should just go there. We Forget the can cooker. Every day. <laughs> Let's just go down to Louisiana and get it done right. Oh, and we oh. probably catch it with them. You know what I mean? We catch oh all that, that, that seafood fresh. And, and every time I see that guy on Facebook, man, he's got like a huge crab oil. You know what he told me? He told me uh, he, on that podcast, he said that the crawfish, they don't catch them. They buy them. It's cheaper and easier to buy them. That's right. Yeah, because you know, he said that right. they catch them in mass hordes and they just sell them for cheap. And so you're better off just to buy them than you are to even waste your time trying to catch them, I guess. So that's fine. I can but get less. So good. Well, Kevin's it'd already be been so to good, Louisiana. Man. I have never been, and I actually have a lot of friends down there besides uh, Kenyon. Uh, so I actually, you yeah. know what, I, I'm going to I'm calling Vanguard. We need to go down there with Vanguard and uh, hang out and have some. And they go there all the time. Don't put it. <laughs> they're always down there eating. Oh, no, no. Oh, Those no, punks. No. They don't invite me. It's ridiculous. Josh. I got a buddy down there with a with a seventy five hundred acre lease down there in Louisiana, man. Dry dry prong Louisiana. And uh he says if I ever make it down there, man, he's like, I'll go down there and he's like we can at least go shoot some hogs because there's plenty of them down here. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
and then they do them. They do it right down there, man. I mean, they get them like fresh like that. I mean, they're on the freaking spit, you know, twenty minutes after they get all you know cleaned up and butchered. I mean, they're they're eating that stuff right then and there. Yeah, I sent uh, so. just a little bit off topic from what we're talking about, but I did send a message to the bear people for next year because I definitely want to get us to go on a bear hunt. I got a lot of the guys want to go and. I think Heck it'd be yeah. fun to go do it again, man. That was a very good experience. Um, it sounds yeah. like a lot, a lot of the guys want to go too, so this could be potentially a really good thing, man. Get a nice big group. Yeah, I sent a message. And I'm hoping. Yeah, to them. I, I'm I, hoping to do. Uh, I'm hoping to do a moose or moose or an elk this year. Um, with my uh, my connections that I got over in Canada right now, man. I'm hoping. I'm hoping maybe this fall. If I don't draw, if I don't draw a bear tag. Here in Michigan, I'm probably going to do a moose or an elk hunt. That's where I'm going to leave it right there. But that's what I'm looking at right now. That'd be so awesome. Well, if you guys are uh, if you guys are out there driving in your car right now, listening to this podcast, I hope you had the full hour because we've been talking for a while, <laughs> a long time. Man. Me and John could go forever. Man, that's the problem. We could. I mean, like literally, we we could literally sit down in the same room and probably never fall asleep and just talk. No, talk, yeah. Talk, talk I, about I'm a, what, I, what we'd want to do. And the thing is, I actually got you on the phone right now, and I actually obviously be a lot clearer if you were here in person. And uh, yep, what we'll, we'll do that soon though, and we'll get that going. But if you're driving right now, I hope you have coffee, and it's early or late, and you are you know good to go. And the reason I say that is I have a big podcast listener. When I'm driving. It's just so awesome to listen to stories. Me and too, stuff man. While you're driving, it makes the time fly by. And then even when you get there, you're like, dang it, I want to finish that. And what what do they talk about? You know, and what came up? Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, hey, you know what? I'll say this though. I would say that you know, with our podcast with Boner Planet and the Experience Wild Come Up, you're going to get the most real down to earth podcast there is out there. Um, there's other ones we're friends with, and they're great people, and they do a good job. But we know the industry. We know it inside out, and uh, we're not afraid to talk about it. And, uh, you know, that's a big deal. It's it's something you're not going to hear anywhere else. No one talks about these things. And, uh, and uh, although we're not going to name names all the time, but my point is you're going to at least hear some of the behind the scenes. And, uh, you know, and, and like John said earlier, and I'm going to throw this right back out there real quick before we end, is that, uh, you know, if you're trying to get into the industry as a pro staff or something uh, or have a show, the best advice I can give you and uh, and this is this is actually being done by some of the shows today, in that I know like Southern Veins and other ones. Um, don't push it. Um, do your thing. Do it very very well, and sponsors will come to you. That's my best advice. When you try to push into a sponsor, you might get lucky and get like a VIP or something, but honestly, it's not worth it. You're better off just to buy your bow for an extra two hundred bucks off, you know, instead of the VIP. And do whatever you want and not owe anybody anything. And because they're not going to promote you anyways. Mm-hmm. That's my point. They're not going to put your video do on good Facebook. Job. Do a good job. Do a great job. Kill yep. it and let them come to you. I mean, it's pretty simple. Or yep. if you're more serious about it, get on the Boner Plant Network. Give us an email and That's say right. you have a show. And maybe you can get on our network and to get in front of our people, which will help you boost your way up the network quicker. And uh, um, we probably have the best online, I would say, one of the best. I wouldn't say the best, but definitely one of the best, uh, you know, averaging good views, 5,000 to 50,000 views for per video. So not so bad for yeah. uh, a show that nobody knew yesterday, you know, that yep. <laughs> turns on today, you know. Exactly. But, exactly. Uh, no, no, and one last thing I want to say real quick is just I'm very proud of our ambassadors for BHB. Um, Jamie has done a good job, trying to do a good job. It's very hard. We're not used to doing it. It's all new still to us. And so if, you know, if there's guys out there who are having a hard time or anything, just email Jamie at jamie at com with your concerns or questions. I mean, we're trying our best. We're doing, I mean, basically, I'm, I'm real proud of these guys because we our, member, our ambassador program is a paid membership, basically. So they pay every year. Um, to do it, they get some promo gear out of it, and then they 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 get all these discounts, like tons of great discounts um, off oh, gear. So yeah. if you take advantage of those discounts, dude, like you already made your money back plus some. Oh yeah. If you take advantage yep. of those, so the first thing you do is an ambassador, you pay your fee to get in, and then. But I'm proud of them because they did that. They recognized that you know what, it's not going to be free. I need to do this, that, and that to be a part of this membership, this community, and. Uh, that's important because they have to understand that we're self-funded. We're not, we don't have any giant sponsors that pay for all this, that we can just accept people for free or give away free hats every day. I just don't, it don't happen. 
we're buying hats like that, yeah. because we wait for their funding to come in for us to buy the hats. I mean, I'm not, you know, I mean, otherwise I just lose my own personal money all the time. You know what I mean? I'm not going to do that. Yep. So uh, I'm very proud of these guys for stepping up and being a part of the the network. And uh, they're doing great things, man. They're, they're, they're taking amazing imagery. They're out there hunting. They have, um, we have a private uh, Facebook page that only they can uh, talk to each other in, and it is amazing. Like, we give away so many great things, though. They've won boots already. We're giving away tons of great things. Every single month we have a pick a number one to however many there are of them. Right now it's one to 100. And uh, if they win, they win a, a nice prize. So last time they won muck boots, so now they're moved. So, I mean, right there alone, whoever won those boots <laughs> just – just yeah. made way more than their, you know, 50 bucks or whatever it costs to get in. So that's my point is just that, you know, these are the things that you have to do if you want to, if you want to join a community or get in part of something. This is a no joke community. That's what I love about our ambassador program. And experience wild will be the same way. Um, yep. It is a legit community of people who want to be there and they're willing to pay a little bit of money to be there. You know, that's my point. They're, yep. not, they're not just in it for freebies <laughs> and that's what we're trying to avoid. And that's part of the reason there's a fee as well. Um, you know, we have people who we sent, uh, invites to, to join. They're like, why do I have to pay for this? I never pay for anything. Uh, I'm on 20 staffs. Mm-hmm. I don't pay for anything. I ain't paying for a staff. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. See ya. <laughs> you know, yep. I, yep. I, we, we did that on purpose. It's part of the, the deal because we, first off we have to fund the program. Secondly, we don't want jokesters coming in. We want real deal people who are into it. And, yeah, we uh, want to make sure they're committed. It's just as committed as we are. Absolutely. The whole and and, and the, for the ambassadors out there who are not, <laughs> engaging we're taking notice of that like we're noticing you're not talking or being a part of anything so don't expect to be re you know re-offered next year i mean we're, we're serious about who's on there and how many people are there we picked you for a reason we need to just pick everybody yeah so and we thought that you would do this or do that or you know but we're we're we're, we're okay we're giving everybody to hunt season we get it it's summertime you might have joined and want to wait you know blah 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 but we don't want just your money we want you to be active you know um, we want yep, you to be a part engaged. of it and we want hunters engaged who are and involved. That's how BHP rolls. We don't roll with people who can just roll for the ride. We, we, we want yeah. people who are going to be doing stuff active. Uh, and Hey, you know what? Jamie will take care of all that. He's going to, he has a system in place. And, and next year, um, we're going to work on over Christmas break. We haven't had a ton of time, but this is really cool, John, what we're about to do, but we're going to do a reward system. How it works is going to be. People will be rewarded for the things they do. So, for instance, uh, you post a picture, and your picture, we use it for something. Whether we use it for one of our sponsors or we use it for BHP, you would get points for that. So, if I use your image, you might, say, get two points. And we keep yep. a log, and you keep a log. You'll know your points. We will say issue two points issued to so-and-so. <laughs> and, uh, and then we're going to create a store that's online that's in a private area of Bowhunter Planet that only the members can get to, only the ambassadors. And in that store, they can pick out things. It's kind of like going to a uh, Barrymore's or a Dave & Buster's or, you know, when you get tickets from uh, game machines and you go pick out items, same thing. Yep. We'll have, we're going to stock ourselves with products just for them. We're going to go buy, you know, uh, using a VIP cost of some sort, right? We're going to go buy products from uh, sponsors, and we're going to have a store that's at – no boom's house or something and they'll have points so like a pack of broadheads might be 25 points and yeah, uh cool. a bow might be five thousand, right i have no idea but it'll be something it'll be large obviously if you get a bow but if you kill a deer on film with a, a... see here's the thing the other thing that people in the ambassador program are given is a chance to actually shoot a bow that is uh we need help with so they can purchase yep. the bow and use it and get imagery for us and then give it to us. If you do that, you would have way more chances to get bigger points because if you provide back, you know what I mean? So you might end up getting a free bow or you might end up getting it depending on how you do it. So, but that's the stuff we're going to do with experience wild too, with fishing poles and upland stuff and whatever boots, you know, we can do anything. I mean, really we have a huge network of sponsors that we can work with to get great deals and, uh, but that's the fun of it. You know, I think that's, that's the excitement to me. I want to get the ambassador program, like a thousand people, 2000 people, a hundred thousand. I want to get yeah, it. A, I want it to be, be its amazing. own, its own community that no one can just get into, you know, and, and to get into it yeah. as a sponsor, you need to offer a discount to all these people. Right. And the, the, this is be something that no one has. 
So for me, in, you know, working with Nopuma on the project, I just, you know, we put him in charge of it now, but it, it's one of those things where it's, it's, it's a lot to do. And I know Aaron helps him with it and Jay and hopefully it, you know, but you know, as we move into the experience wild side, maybe Nopum does that side too. You know what I mean? Cause if he's already got the, yeah. the, the niche of how to do it, it might be an easier way to roll it, but um, yep. it's going to be awesome, dude. I'm really excited about it. I want to get, I, I want to do like a, uh, at some point, if we can raise enough money to do like a, uh, what do you call that? Like a, where everybody gets together, you know, like a bow hunter summit, like a summit. Yep. Uh, where yep. we rent out something and all the ambassadors are welcome to come to that spot and we'll give like, you know, uh, air, we won't, I mean, we won't be able to pay for everybody, but we can at least like give, you know, airline, uh, dates and times we can give, we can give hotel, uh, ideas, commodities. We can try to get discounts at hotels. It depends on how many are coming, but man, wouldn't that be awesome to do like a 3d shoot with the big cookout, um, it would. have it catered. It'd be so sweet, dude. It'd be so sweet. It would be awesome. Well, you know, hopefully we can do the same thing, you know, like you said, with experience while there sooner than later and. You know, once we get the podcast going and get, you know, the website up and running again and, you know, just revamping everything and, you know, we can, you know, do a lot of the same things, you know, on a similar, you know, platform or basis and, you know, just have fun with it. And I think that's the other big thing, too, is that it's just a lot of fun. For sure. I would even suggest. You know, we want as many people involved as possible. I would even suggest when we do that summit, it's for both. You know, it's one big summit and we do Experience Wild and Boner Plan is one big summit and uh bring everybody yeah. in and uh you know set a date i i you know for me this year we're still talking about you know if we're doing woods and water or not coming up and uh we still haven't really decided we have to talk as a team but um I, i'm actually kind of want to do it because it's a good spot for them to meet us you know to for the investors yeah who are local obviously they're in michigan would be easier but uh to come out and see us and talk and um it's just a lot of work yeah. i think people don't don't realize like just going to the woods and water, if I'm just going to go there, no big deal. But yep. if we're going to set up a booth, it's a lot of work. <laughs> People don't yeah. realize that. It's like a lot of work. Like it you need someone there to go there and spend a whole Friday. And then you have to be there and moving product or whatever we're doing while we're there. You know, it's just a ton. So it takes a lot of resources to get it done. And if we did do it, I would love to podcast right out of there, you know, and, uh, and do some podcasts with guests and, and ambassadors right there. You know, it'd be so sweet. So yeah. sweet. So anyhow, yeah, all right. Awesome. Well, John, thanks for uh, tuning in with me tonight. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Dave. Well over an hour. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Um, you know, uh, we'll have more on experience while coming up. We're redoing the website right now. So you can't see it this exact moment, but you can check out uh, experience while on Facebook and Instagram. It's crushing it on Instagram. Definitely jump in there, especially if you're a duck hunter, or any sort of upland stuff like that, you'll find all that stuff there fishing. And if you're uh, an outdoorsman who's into that stuff and you're good at it, Hey, shoot us an email at bonerplan@gmail.com Um, and tell us about yourself. Maybe you could get on that staff and we we're definitely looking at for people that are diehard who are charter people who are out there, you know? So, Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the bow hunter planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at bowhunterplanet. We'll catch you next time. Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G Speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now, Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the 8-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous Passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today.